0: You found it! A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast called A Scoop of Life. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I'm thankful that you have taken time to listen. This podcast is a mix of one of my personal stories sometimes a funny one and sometimes a more serious one, together with music from Canadian musicians, and then concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy it, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. And now, enjoy the show. The title of today's episode is People, People Everywhere. How can a small house hold so many people? How can hearts hold so much love? I come from a very large family, and by the time I was born, we lived in a city. There were 10 children, 2 boys, 8 girls, and our parents for a grand total of 12 people. We lived in a suburb where we learned to share the space in our home, which was a modest 1,100-square-foot bungalow. When I say shared, I mean shared. The house had only one bathroom, three bedrooms upstairs, and one bedroom downstairs. My parents got one of the bedrooms upstairs, eight of us girls shared the remaining two bedrooms, and my brother got the bedroom in the basement. My oldest brother was married and out of the house by the time I was born, so he got a whole house to share with his wife. Poor guy, he missed out on all the sharing going on at our place. In the first 14 years of my life, things rapidly changed as several siblings got married and moved out of the house. However, several stuck around for many more years, and so even though the number of people in a bedroom changed, one thing remained constant we only had one bathroom that we had to share. This meant that a schedule for morning routines in the bathroom was developed so that all of us could be ready in time to get to work or to school. Let's just say that some of us followed that schedule and others did not, leading to some very heated conversations and frustrations on many a morning. But I digress. Even though our home was modest and we only had one bathroom, the doors to our home were open to others on a constant basis and the love my parents extended to those who came through our doors, never wavered. Whether it was a neighbor, employee of my father's, a work colleague of my mother's, our friends, church family, or strangers who soon became friends, there was always space for them, and if desired, food and drink to enjoy. I always marveled at how my mom would find something to serve to those who came through our doors, even if it was just her famous cinnamon toast with tea or coffee there was always enough for the weary and the hungry. In high school, I was part of the inter-school Christian fellowship group. Each year in late October, the club hosted a weekend long conference in the city for all high schools across Manitoba that had an inter-school Christian fellowship group. This meant that students from places like Morden, Rosenort, Carmen, Winkler, etc., all came to the city for a weekend and needed places to stay. Each year, we took several students into our home. However, one year, the attendance for the conference was higher than anticipated, and the city groups did not have enough spaces for everyone to be billeted. I let my parents know about the dilemma, and they decided we would be super creative and house more than just a few students. So we signed up to have 30 students in our home. The organizers of the conference were so grateful that we could house such a large number of students and asked if seven more could be added to that number. What's seven more when you're already taking 30 students in? My parents agreed, and the preparations were underway. The basement rec room was cleared of most of the furniture in it to allow for as many sleeping bags as possible to go on the floor. Our camping tent was set up in the backyard. Our motor home was made ready for the six people that could fit into it, and each bedroom was set up to accommodate at least four people. The living room also got a makeover to accommodate a few more sleeping bags. We were ready for the possible 37 students to arrive. However, not only were the physical preparations made, my parents also prepared their hearts for warmly welcoming and lavishing love on each student that came to stay with us. The weekend came for the students to arrive. Some came in large groups from one community. Others came alone, concerned about staying with so many strangers and still others came in small groups, eager to meet new people. And when all had arrived, our modest house, tent, and motor home held an extra 37 people. Mom made sure they got her famous cinnamon toast for a night snack, and Dad made sure everyone was warm and comfortable in their accommodations. The house was loud, little sleep was had, but when all was said and done, we had fun, new friends were made, and attendance to a meaningful conference was possible due to the loving hospitality of my parents. As a part of the ministry I am part of with Square One World Media, I spend a lot of time traveling and either speaking or preaching in different churches and communities. This past year, I had the privilege of preaching at a church in a northern community, and upon entering the church, was warmly greeted with a hug from a person who lives there, but as a high school student, attended Interschool Christian Fellowship in their home community in the South. They introduced themselves and said that they were so excited to see me, for seeing me was a reminder of the many great times we all had with Interschool Christian Fellowship, and especially the time they stayed in our home and were lovingly welcomed by my parents. Apparently, that period of time in their life was difficult for this person, and being in our home and loved by my parents made a difference. Now you will hear a song from The Cat's Advice called Love Lives Here. This duo is comprised of Tom Donahue and Lexis Jefferson, AKA Red River Tommy and Laughin' Lex. Tom brings a wealth of rhythm guitar experience from playing throughout Manitoba for many years and because he's old. Lex has the gift of bringing lyrical magic to the duo as well as bass and harmonica magic. Both are songwriters who met at Gordy's Coffee House in Winnipeg, and the rest, as they say, is history. A house is red, there's tulips on
1: the window box, a heart shaped willow to the left. A house is red, there's tulips on the window box, a heart shaped willow.
2: here, our love lives here, love lives here in our house. Our love lives here, our love
1: ourselves a cup of tea, the porch is always open, it's home and it's free, friends and family stop on by, we'll have a glass of wine, you see, our
2: love lives here, our love lives here. lives here in our house there's this
1: big clock on the front porch wall just marks time tick tock that's all we paid no mind cause we got love there's a big clock on the front porch wall just marking time tick tock that's all
2: here our love lives here love lives here in our house our love lives here our love lives here The story started long ago, nineteen eight, or so I'm told. The little house was built with pride. The little house was built with love. The story started long ago, nineteen eight, or so I'm told. The little house was built with pride. The little house was built with love. Still love lives here. Here in our house our love lives here. Our love, lives here. love lives here in our house how do you tell people around the world
0: about Jesus coming from a nursing background where she always related to people one-on-one, Irene Marsh loves the way radio reaches so many people at once, particularly those she would never meet with conventional nursing. Those who have nowhere to go, those who don't have the courage to come to a clinic, they can always listen to the radio.
2: To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com.
0: Our home was not large and only had one bathroom. However, my parents' hearts were very large, and could love many with their warm hospitality, laughter, listening ears, big hugs, and prayers spoken. I think this was possible because my parents dearly loved Jesus. In the Bible, in the book of John, Jesus is talking to those who are following him, called disciples, and he tells them that there is a very practical way that others will know that they are followers of his. Here is what Jesus says in verses 33 to 35, of the book of John, chapter 13, from the New Living Translation. Dear children, I will be with you only a little longer. And as I told the Jewish leaders, you will search for me, but you can't come where I am going. So now I am giving you a new commandment, love each other. Just as I have loved you, you should love each other. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. In the Bible, in the book of Romans 12, verses 6 to 10 from the New Living Translation, the writer of this book is encouraging those who follow Jesus Christ to recognize that they have been given gifts and it is important to use them. The encouragement is given to all followers, not just a select few. Here then are how these encouragements have been written. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy Speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong, hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection, and take delight in honoring each other. Finally, in the Bible, in the book of First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, Paul is writing to the followers of Jesus in Thessalonica and reminding them that loving one another is paramount when following Jesus. Here are his words as recorded in the New Living Translation. But we don't need to write to you about the importance of loving each other, for God himself has taught you to love one another. Indeed, you already show your love for all the believers throughout Macedonia. Even so, dear brothers and sisters, we urge you to love them even more. When we look at our lives, is there a place where perhaps we could be more open to others that may need us? Is it through our extra beds? Our kitchen table? the extra room or seats in our SUV, or that one and only bathroom we have. You never know. However, sharing 1,100 square feet with 37 other people was one great decision made by my parents, even if we only had one bathroom. Thanks for listening and I hope you will let me know not only what you think of the show but also something that may have resonated with you, made you laugh or encouraged you You can contact me via the website www.ascoopoflife.com or on Facebook or Instagram under A Scoop of Life However, let me spell that for you because you may think S-C-O-O-P like an ice cream but it is www.askoopoflife.com like in my nickname scoop i would love to hear from you my team here at Square One World Media and i enjoyed producing this episode and i hope you will come back and listen to more episodes as they are loaded on www.askoopoflife.com